started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. Hello and welcome to City Girls Make Do, your number one sex in the city podcast. Uh, I'm Alex, aka an overactive right ovary. <laughs> and I'm Stephanie, your albino wino rhino gyno. <laughs> <laughs> and we are very, well, I'm not pleased to present, we didn't like this episode, but it's season two, episode 11, and it's titled Evolution. They really didn't try very hard with that one, I feel. <laughs> but. <sighs> I mean,. I don't know. I do prefer when there's a pun or like a play on words. Mm-hmm. It, no, it's not creative. I don't know. The the history of woman. I don't know. I don't know. She tried to have like a metaphor going and it just, I thought it fucking sucked ass. So Carrie just really sucked ass. So. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, uh, I'm not in a good way. I don't way. even know. There's not really much to say leading up into it. <laughs> like I feel like we should just get started. Okay. Should we? jump into this yeah i think so because i want to get over and done with yeah me too me too let's get this fucking over (laughs) okay so we start with miranda and she is spread eagle with the gynecologist basically uh she's getting examined uh, carrie's voiceover says it's the most humiliating experience for a woman she's close i guess like it's it sucks but i don't know if i'd call it the most humiliating like it'd be more humiliating if it was like i was getting an i was having an appointment at the gynecologist and like their kid was there watching or something like <laughs> but obviously that wouldn't happen but you know what i mean like they're, they're like a professional so it's not that humiliating for me but yeah i mean i did tell you my story of when i had like a trainee um yeah. scan <laughs> I, I didn't tell it on the podcast i might as well um so probe up your um up your vag i guess we're, we're coming in hot everyone yeah oh yeah big time just like that probe <laughs> no it was cold um and basically like the guy doing it was clearly a trainee and was so awkward and he when he swapped over with the more experienced doctor he said oh change of driver and it, that was pretty humiliating. Yeah, that's humiliating. So. I've definitely had a time where they had like a trainee person there where like they're going and the, the trainee is like unable to find it because they're like trying to do like a pap smear and they're like, the, the the gynecologist was like, oh, did you know you have an unusually high cervix? And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck does that mean? So that's humiliating to have them say that like to the other doctor just being like, or the trainee doctor, like, by the way, your cervix is unusual that's totally fine but like (laughs) (laughs) yeah they they kind of just spring stuff on you and miranda is a victim of this Mm -hmm. because uh, so basically her gynecologist is like oh do you need another prescription for the pill uh for a contraceptive pill and it seems like she's only taking it whenever she's in a relationship yeah, that was interesting to me because it seems like, you know, you know, she hooks up with people enough that it seems like the kind of thing that you should maybe just stay on. Yeah. Uh, 
And I mean, there are benefits to it outside of contraception uh-huh. prevention. Oh, for sure. No, wait, that is contraception. Yeah, <laughs> and one of the, one of the worst things too is like, so if you go off the pill and you start taking it again, it doesn't really work like the second you take your first pill. Like you have to kind of like wait a little bit before your body is used to it before it actually is effective. So it just seems kind of like you might as well just stay on it. Yeah, if you're not getting any terrible side effects, then you might as well. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so yeah, the the news that is sprung onto her, well, she, like the gynecologist is still, you know, face level with her clit. Um, <laughs> they don't do that, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> she says that everything is fine with Miranda except her right ovary is lazy. Okay, what I didn't get about this was that she, like, has this document, like, she she has this, like, folder, and she's reading it, and she's like, your results are back, and I'm like, is this from a previous appointment? Because I feel like this is the kind of thing that she probably only does, like, once a year. Like, what, did she just get these results, or, I'm confused. Um, I'm guessing. Because, like, her legs are still spread, so it's, like, the same appointment? I don't know. (laughs) It's, it's weird and like I don't know how they would test for this apart I don't know how they would test for it hormonal like taking a blood test maybe yeah I'm not sure maybe I don't how would know. they know it's the right one that's a good point would it be a scan because they can't see the eggs if you do it I anyway I don't know and I didn't feel I didn't feel the need to research it <laughs> yeah no science side of tumblr send us a message and uh <laughs> let us know what you think about this lazy ovary situation like I don't really if my ovaries were uh, like a person i would have stabbed each one yep that would make them lazy by now i don't like them they hurt <laughs> that's valid so yeah so rand is a little bit shocked at this news and she's telling the girls over at brunch and like originally i thought it was dinner and they were drinking whiskey from like high like high tail glasses yeah it kind of looks a little bit like fancier than their normal brunch joint kind of but yeah it does mm. very much seem like lunch i guess but I love what Miranda says about her ovary because she's like telling the girls about it. And she's like, my ovary is an underachiever, which is ironic because it went to Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> like the ovary itself. And it has like one of those little hats. It's yeah. studying for finals week really hard. Yeah. Well, like my left ovary has a B-Ed and my right ovary has like, uh, my right ovary is the one that has the MSc. So oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, my left ovary, my left ovary went to a liberal arts college. <laughs> and your right one? My right my right one went to a community college. Nice. They're not, you know, the left one's creative, the right one's just, you know, just focusing. The right one did an apprenticeship. <laughs> uh, I, Charlotte is like, oh, I have a tilted u- uterus. <laughs> yeah, I, okay. We're finding out so much about everyone's uh, reproductive organs this week. Yeah, she says the sperm have to like jump over it to get to the egg, which I've never heard of that before. I don't know if that's a thing, but... I mean, it must be, but it sounds like so weird. I don't know. I don't know. I've never heard of it, but... And then... Well, Samantha talks about having a like a female gynecologist because she's always had a male one, and she's like, "Oh, well, I was thinking about switching to a woman because she's like, it, I think it's weird to have a man be down there for all that time and not give me an orgasm." Uh, okay, this was like this is something that caught me off guard because I thought she was gonna say like, "Oh, I don't like having a, a male gynecologist because it's like for the reasons most people don't like having male gynecologists." Yeah, yeah. Of like, it's a little bit awkward and like. 
I don't really like I don't really like the thought of like a guy rooting around my vag all day. But like, no, she's just <laughs> I don't know too attracted to men. She's just the most heterosexual person to exist. Yeah, pretty for much. now. Yeah, for now, for now. <laughs> and then Carrie brings it back to her, um, of course. <laughs> of course. Oh, we have to talk about Carrie because Carrie needs to talk about Carrie. Mm, Carrie, shut the and, fuck up. <laughs> yeah. So she whips out like her bag. And what did she? Why did she get it out again? She's like getting stuff out of her bag. I can't remember why. I don't even know. Just she has it out. I don't know how this ended up happening. But. Yeah, a, a thong is on the table. Yeah, it comes out of her bag because, like, the whole thing is she doesn't leave anything at Big's place because he's a cuck-ass coward asshole. And he's, like, weird about her stuff. And so she, like, can't leave anything there, I guess. And, of course, you know, like, Miranda thinks this is really dumb because it is and she's right and she's smart. And because she went to Harvard with her ovary. <laughs> and- well, her ovary did. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Miranda's entire body is like alumni, the plural. And, um, (laughs) (laughs) but Charlotte thinks it's good because he's like, you know, you have to have some air of mystery when you've been dating someone for like a fucking year. Like, I don't. (laughs) Listen, you don't need to move everything in, but there's some stuff. There's, you know, change of underwear and like Mm -hmm. a hairbrush. Yeah, it's stupid because like, it's it's fucking annoying to lug stuff around with you in your purse all the time. Ugh. Especially, like, I don't know. I don't like having... I have, like, one of those Kankan backpacks and drag me for being an art hoe, but I don't care because... <laughs> I get a lot of back pain and it stops it because I used to... I used to have, like, a more traditional handbag and my shoulder is legit fucked. There is a thing with... And it more commonly affects women with handbags of, like, having one shoulder that is slightly lower than the other. Yeah, I feel like I always wear my handbag or, like, any purse on my left arm, so I do feel like I wonder if it has any effect on, like, my posture or my just back in general and shoulders. I don't know. It's 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 not great, especially if you do routinely have, like, heavy bags. Yeah. Uh, I, remember, I remember in high school, like, always having a bad back because I insisted on having, like, a messenger bag or a handbag or a tote bag and not a backpack. I always had backpacks in high school, but now I pretty much just bring purses, like, everywhere. Because, mm. ugh, I don't know, I'm not getting into, like, pockets, because I had a rant the other day, because fucking jean pockets are tiny. They're absolute bullshit. <laughs> They're awful. You have to have a bag. Yeah. But, yeah, Big is a dickhead. I know this is, like, new information, but he is. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't understand why he's such a coward about all this, but, like, Carrie doesn't even, like, she's complaining about it, kind of, but, I don't know, if Mm. I were her, I'd be making a bigger deal about this, so. Yeah, me too, and so we we go to Big's house, and, well, actually, no, they're talking about, like, I guess their former partners and stuff they've left with them and stuff they've had left at theirs, and Samantha doesn't wear underwear on dates anymore because she's left too many at people's apartments <laughs> which you know like that's that's a good reason not to um and then like, charlotte's like she found a woman's underwear in a man's bed once and carrie's like maybe it was samantha's 
Maybe. Maybe. You never know. <laughs> Maybe she should have like her initials in it. Oh, that would be a good calling card if you had like your number and then you left them at people's places. Mm. Interesting. If you wanted them to call you, I guess. Um, and then Mar- oh, Miranda's thing pissed me off because she said she was weirded out because one time she found a scrunchie at Steve's and she was like, I can't believe he dated someone who wore scrunchies. And I'm like, excuse me, Miranda, but fuck off. <laughs> I own like 30 scrunchies. <laughs> As a curly girl, mm-hmm. scrunchies are fucking important because every single other hairband will either break or get lost or tangled mm-hmm. in your hair. Yeah, scrunchies rule. I own so many. I, the thing is, I never wear my hair up because I hate wearing my hair up. But when I do, a scrunchie all the way every single time. Like, I've got them in every single color imaginable. It's good. I, I need to get a scrunchie. Like, right now I'm loyal because I wear my hair up all the time and I want to, you know, not look too bland. Mm-hmm. But, like, I... I'm pretty loyal to those, like, you know, those little coily hair ties. Oh, yeah, those are good. That that look like f- oh, the old phone mm-hmm. wire. Those are so good. And then when you put them in hot water, they go back, they shrink again. I didn't know that. I've never owned them before. They're really good and they last ages because, yeah, they're really durable and you can just shrink them back down. Yeah, and they don't leave, like, kinks in your hair, right? No. And if you have, like, curly hair, then they just kind of uncoil. That rules. This rules. This is number one podcast for um <laughs> hair tips. <laughs> Love it. I don't know how to do shit with my hair, but um, <laughs> but yeah. Like after this, then we go to Biggs, and uh, this is so tiring to me. Like uh, this is like this is worse than when she fucking had the toothbrush thing happen. Oh, this is so much worse. Mm-hmm. I hated this so much. So she's like blow drying her hair with this like tiny little mini hair dryer and which okay she's she's for this entire episode as she mentioned at the end she's straight hair carrie uh so she needs the blow dryer if she's blow drying her hair straight she is not doing it with this fucking tiny hair dryer no. with no attachments with no hairbrush <laughs> it's not happening no especially because her hair is naturally so curly like there's no fucking way no there's absolutely no way she's doing that yeah no and then yeah so she leaves this blow dryer in the sink cabinet and then she decides she's gonna leave some more things there later too like she lists a whole bunch of things that she leaves there uh like she leaves like tampons and like a razor and stuff like that and there's um and we like see an inside shot of like the before and after of his medicine cabinet and you can see like uh, some makeup and like a hairbrush and you know stuff you would expect someone to need in the morning yeah and big just makes a face like huh <laughs> like it just appeared overnight apparently yeah just what are things <laughs> <laughs> she's didn't like gradually kind of like okay well i leave my hair dryer and then i need a hairbrush no she just put everything in there <laughs> It's good. Well, there was clearly space for it, because, like, what the fuck does Big use anyway? Like, eh, I don't know. He seems like, I, ugh, he seems like one of those guys, he's like, oh, I don't use shampoo on my hair. And you're like, what? And he's like, eh, no, I just use soap. My dad told me the other day that he just uses fucking a bar of soap on his hair, and I <laughs> nearly went, <laughs> I nearly went ballistic. <laughs> what Because I, I was like, what the fuck? fuck especially because he has fucking like afro textured hair so like you can't do that oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst thing i've heard all day 
I was in public, so I couldn't even, like, scream at him. I just had to accept it and go home. Uh, I hated it. Oh, that's the worst. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like um, I'm constantly, like, that episode of Queer Eye where um, where the guy tells Jonathan he washes his hair every single day, and Jonathan's just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, that's me all the time hearing about people's, like, hair care. Uh, <gasps> yeah, when men, oh, I just wash my face with a bar of soap. I'm like, no, you can't do that. Oh, you need... God. Ugh. Yeah, bought him fucking cleanser and everything and didn't fucking use it uh, piece that's... of shit anyway <laughs> yeah anyway time to get to the worst plot of this episode by a fucking oh, nautical mile yeah okay so Charlotte is hanging out with um her gay friend Stefan I want to call him Steph well it's Stefan but his name's Stefan um he's played did you recognize him I not really Oh, he was in the birdcage. Okay, I haven't seen that. Oh, he plays Robin Williams' son. Mm, and I mean, that whole movie's like gay stereotypes out the ass. <laughs> oh, well, so he's so he's typecast. Cool. Well, he's the straight one. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, he is he is straight, but I mean, he's got all of the fun stereotypes that we love to see for gay characters. He is uh, a funny straight. He's and a funny straight. Wow. <laughs> he's a funny straight. Yeah, but the interesting thing about this guy was that he then wrote Capote, the Philip Seymour Hoffman film about Truman Capote. And uh, that film won like a bunch of Oscars or something. So he's like just super rich. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Well, you know, good for him, I guess. Good for him. But let's get into this. Yeah. So it's Charlotte's gay friend, and he's a he's a pastry chef. Yeah, he's a pastry chef. He lives in Chelsea. He's uh, like you can even tell that like Charlotte's dressed to go out with her like a gay pal because she's like her hair is just pretty plain and she's wearing her glasses and stuff like it yeah. feel like she doesn't look as done up as she would on a normal date no and she even says like i wore my glasses i definitely wasn't prepared to go on a date and yeah so they were just walking down the street and i think they're having like a nice time they're talking about cats the musical just so you know that He's the funny guy. He likes musicals. Yeah. And of course, he's got that, like, extremely stereotypical, you know, the voice that tells all the straight people that you're gay, that, you know, is really bad to, not bad to hear as a voice, but bad as a stereotype of gay people. And yeah. it's it's great that they did that, so. It's not the best choice to make as an actor, but it's the mm -hmm. easiest one. Yeah. And he also has a bit of a limp wrist and, you know, it's, it's, I mean, I wasn't like, we'll get to the bit where I really like signed out from this episode because I started off like, <laughs> mm, this isn't too bad. And then yeah, it got bad. It got pretty bad. Um, but... <laughs> it got worse as it went on. But uh -huh. yeah, they're, they're having a nice time and, you know, he's, he's cute. He's sweet. And as they walk to, he tries to hail Charlotte a cab and she can hail it herself because she's an independent woman. <laughs> it's not Charlotte at all, but... Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> and then he kisses her. Yeah, he gives her... He plants a big old smooch right on her liperonies. It's and, a smoocheroni. Uh, it's a smoocherini. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, he he gives a kisseroo from me to you right on her lips. And <laughs> she's like very confused. Like she gets in the cab and she just looks back at him like extremely stunned. And he just like waves goodbye. And okay, I need to give this guy. I'm trying to find some sort of credit because there's no... Uh, no matter how socially awkward you are if you kiss someone and they just stare at you and presumably Mm -hmm. like don't kiss you back just stare at you and don't say anything Mm -hmm. i would take that as a bad sign it just seemed very unwarranted like she wasn't giving him any signs that she was into him it just i i don't know it seemed very weird to just kiss someone out of nowhere there who's like clearly you're just going out as friends Uh. yeah it wasn't cool yeah, I didn't like that. But and yeah, so then we got, we cut straight to drinks with the gals, mm-hmm. and Charlotte is confused because she was under the impression that he was gay. Oof, okay, so this conversation is a fucking doozy. Yeah, yeah. This reminded me a lot of like the "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" conversation where Dennis is explaining like the different kinds of gay men to Frank. <laughs> Like, is he a bear? No, like, no, he's an otter. Like, just, except for that's, like, a parody of people. Whereas this is just supposed to be. Yeah, basically. Uh, Like, straight people trying to understand, like, gay subculture is, it's weird. Um, Yeah. So, so I think the word they're trying to look for is metrosexual. Yeah, I was wondering if that just hadn't been coined at this point. Because, like, I feel like I didn't start hearing metrosexual until, like, American Idol came out and people were talking about like Ryan Seacrest like (laughs) that one interview where Britney Spears is like he's not gay (laughs) the look on her face where she's like girl girlfriend yeah like yeah I I I had that moment I've had that moment before because like as we know I'm in acting circles and there's been a couple of people who I was like Oh, this guy's, like, I haven't really thought about it. I was just like, oh, this guy's probably gay. You know, because a lot of gaydar is based off stereotypes, if we're being, if we're being real. A lot of it is based off stereotypes, and I also feel, though, like, as someone who's not straight, you kind of tend to just instinctively think about it more. Yeah. I think because you're kind of trying to gauge who is or isn't interested in you. And, I mean, it does happen more when it's, like, in terms of, like, people like same gender relationships i guess where you're kind of like trying to figure out like are they gay but i don't know i think it's just more of a thing when you're not straight yeah because you're on the like you're on the feel of like okay right if this guy's gay and i talk about my girlfriend then he's if he's gay then he's not gonna make any weird jokes about it or he's not gonna be like oh can i watch so you yeah you're, you're kind of like feeling out for you know who's your friend and Mm. and then a couple of times they'd be like oh my wife or my girlfriend and i'm like girl (laughs) (laughs) yeah fair (laughs) like there's just the britney gif of oh (laughs) yeah true true but i mean i i I don't think i or anyone should make this big of a deal about it yeah and i feel like you might think it to yourself but like if you're going around talking to other people being like i are you, do you think he's gay? Like, trying to speculate about someone's sexuality? That's, like, kind of, you know, crossing a line with it. Like, I think it's fine to think about yourself, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, but, the way that they're speculating <laughs> about this and, you know, like, talking and trying to explain it in terms of, like, straight people language, like, the only way that they can possibly make it out 
Uh, it's so sad. I mean, the answer is if some guy probably kisses you, um, then he's probably interested in women. Yes, exactly. And yeah, at no point did they ever say the word bisexual either. They that never no. comes up once. Yeah, it's either you're you're gay or you're straight. And that's it. Those are the only choices. And we figured out the special little instances. So you can be a gay straight guy, which is a straight guy with all the fun bonuses of a gay best friend. Yeah. All those fun bonuses, like the kind of the kind of guy who's, you know, like into musical theater and fashion and, and stuff like that. But he's still straight. It's just a guy who knows to use a fucking cleanser and a toner on his face instead of a bar of soap. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a guy who flosses. Basically. And then there's the straight gay man. And so this is basically a guy you can't sleep with, but he also likes sports. <laughs> um, I mean, it's very like, oh, the only way to be gay is to be very flamboyant and camp. Yeah. Uh-huh. And obviously that is a way to be gay, but that's not everyone. And that's, you can't just base your um your guesses on, you know, whether someone likes Broadway. When you're living in New York, a lot of people go to see the theater. Yeah, it's something. They they sure make some really weird assumptions. And... Yeah, Charlotte is like basically just explaining that it wasn't even a date. Like she didn't even look nice, and <laughs> it didn't um, even look nice, right? You still—that's the thing. Men are always gonna be there to to be sexually interested in you, whether you look nice or not. So I did. I had. I was walking around the other day, and I was thinking, oh, it's winter, and I'm like covered up so much that I'm not getting like stairs or catcalls and then i was like oh wait no and like a guy said hello to me as i was walking past him and i didn't know that man so <laughs> and you're just like excuse me but eat my entire asshole <laughs> why are you talking to me <laughs> i am covered up from my neck to mm. my toes i am wearing gloves the only yeah. thing on show is my face and i'm wearing glasses and i haven't washed my hair in three days that's the thing is men find a way they will uh, 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 find a way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then, yeah. Miranda, Miranda is on moans. Yeah, she's on some hormones. She's gonna jumpstart that ovary. Uh, That's not how which... it, you can't do, the doctor said there's no eggs in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't understand what her hormones are supposed to do. Or wait, I so I think what's going to what it's supposed to do maybe is it's supposed to maybe make her other ovary more active maybe. Like there's only so many eggs. So the, okay, so the thing is, you're born with like a certain number of eggs and once mm-hmm. you run out of eggs, they're just gone. So she her I guess her plan is to maybe get those eggs to shoot out faster when she's not even planning on having a baby. So it just seems like she's wasting the eggs. Like, it seems like she's just, like, throwing the eggs down the toilet. Yeah, you think the reaction to this would just be like, oh, I need to I need to get rawed immediately. <laughs> but, uh, no, that doesn't even make sense. You can't produce any more eggs. If the ovaries quit, it's just to quit. Yeah. <laughs> it's run out, it's out. That's it. 
Yeah, I don't understand what she's trying to do, but we basically just find out she's on hormones, and that's, like, it. Because then, once again, Carrie uh, is like, what about me? And she's like, isn't anyone going to notice my purse? And she is that fucking bird twitter. <laughs> oh, she's that, she is that uh, every single episode. And this episode, it's, like, not even five minutes since the last time she was bird tweet. Why are we not talking about me? <laughs> Like. And she's like, I have a tiny, I have a tiny bag, which is, um, is very, I, there were like, there was like a designer, I think it was Jacques Moose, uh, look at me knowing designers, uh, <laughs> who did like these teeny tiny bags that were too small to even fit your phone in. And it's about that size, but this is in the 90s, this is before Jacques Moose. Yeah, it it's pretty tiny, and, like, the whole idea is, like, it's small and panty-free, because she left a bunch of stuff at Biggs, and then they ask her if she left panties there, and she says no, so I don't understand. Her bag's panty-free, but she didn't leave panties there. No, it doesn't make sense. Also, Carrie is a notorious smoker, and you can't fit a packet of cigarettes in this. You could not. Yeah, <sighs> makes me so mad Carrie, you, so you can mad. maybe fit a credit card and like a tampon that's about it mm-hmm. maybe she put like two cigarettes in there but she's a she, fucking oh. like chain smoker so. <laughs> and yeah she even she even took a number two at biggs okay <laughs> and then charlotte is like no <laughs> like darth vader fucking revenge of the sith no like <laughs> she is so shocked by this she like, calls it the end of romance i'm what are you gonna do yeah look at like charlotte says she's never pooped at a boyfriend's house before ever and Miranda is like, I spent a week in Bermuda and I ran to the lobby every time. I can't believe this. Me I neither. mean, this is, I mean, okay, like, to be fair, I'm also dating someone who, when we get back to the house, he'll be like, time to poop. And I'm just like, okay, <laughs> so sorry to, to tell everyone that, but <laughs> I feel like he would be ashamed. You're a stronger uh, woman than me. Yeah, but like, so to me, it's kind of just like, what the fuck is the big deal? Like, I'm if I got to poop, I'm gonna do it. Like, I'm gonna maybe try to be a little quiet about it, so it's not just like plop. But like at the same time, like I'm not gonna hold it in. Like, no. and like <sighs> you're just gonna end up like farting at a really inopportune time if you do that. You're gonna opinion. shit yourself, and it's not gonna mm. be cute. No, or you're gonna end up getting like a hemorrhoid or something. It's not gonna be nice. Yeah, well, like, have you ever, like, have you ever farted when someone was going down on you before? Because it's happened to me, and it's like, oh, that's not good. Were it's you really the, embarrassing. Were you the farter, or? Yeah, it's really embarrassing. Oh, no, I haven't. Yeah, no, it sucks. I mean, I feel like I'd rather be that than be the person who gets farted at, so... <laughs> But <laughs> I haven't I haven't even farted in front of my gynecologist. I Oh yeah. I mean I I'm don't think I farted in front of a gynecologist. No. But that's a short period of time. That's like okay, I'll I'll hang, hang out for Fair a bit enough. And not fart. Yeah. But I mean they're a they're a doctor, if anyone. They've seen everything. I they feel know like it's natural. Yeah. But no, I haven't held it in. 
uh anyway uh, <laughs> yeah so okay so yeah so when charlotte says she's never done a number two at a boyfriend's house samantha says she's so uptight she needs to do a number seven <laughs> what's a number seven i don't know i can't even imagine what this possibly could mean but she's gonna shoot a diamond out of her butthole like because <laughs> she's so she's, uptight because <laughs> the pressure yeah oh, wow she, if anyone could shit diamonds, it would be Charlotte. It would be. Yeah, she would love that. And then, yeah, so Samantha gets a drink uh, from the bar. This has never happened, but I've always wanted it to happen to me. Of like, <laughs> yeah. oh, madame, the gentleman at the bar sent you a drink. And you're like, ooh. But it's not really someone she wants to see. It's her ex who left her for an Icelandic supermodel. Dominic. Yeah, not even just her ex, but apparently the only man she's ever loved. And Charlotte is so shaken by this that Samantha could have ever loved anyone. <laughs> I know, right? Like her fucking face. Because, yeah, Carrie's like, yeah, no, she like, she really cared about this guy and he broke her heart. And she's just like devastated this is the real death of romance not pooping in front of your boyfriend nope not carrie didn't poop in front of big but yeah you don't need to oh, we'll yeah. get to pooping in front of your partner that's a fucking episode yeah wait oh, okay never mind yeah i know what you're talking about but <laughs> yeah no that's a thing that i have not done so not gonna not gonna do that no that's where i draw the line i mean peeing okay pooping no yeah i don't even think i've Try to think of any time I've ever even peed in front of a partner before, and I don't think I have. But yeah, anyway. Anyway, uh, um, <laughs> all the yeah. fun facts, <laughs> little, little tidbits about us. You're learning a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So Samantha ends up going over to talk to him. So because she says she's evolved past him, and she goes over and chats him up. Yeah, and uh, Carrie's like. No, everyone is very much against this idea. But Samantha is steadfast, so she goes to do it. I feel like it's a bad idea. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, like, this this can't be going anywhere good. But... Throw the drink in his face. Yeah, just get it over with. Like, don't, don't make this a big thing. Just be like, fuck off. But... <sighs> speaking of big things. Uh, speaking of... Yeah, he gets to Carrie's place. Yeah, they start to smooch as got, soon as he comes in. Oh yeah, he's, he's got a little he present have? for her. It is. It's in like a Bergdorf bag or something. It's in like maybe Barney's. It's in some fancy bag, and Carrie's all excited, and he says, "Oh, it's just some stuff you left in my place," and it's all of her stuff. Yeah, like buddy fuck off <laughs> carrie's like clearly very upset about this like she's just like disappointed she goes into the bathroom to like put the stuff away and then like she does tell him right away like you know i left that stuff there on purpose and he's like how come <laughs> which why the he, fuck do you think <laughs> he does not have a soul he like, doesn't mm-hmm. I, I truly i just don't think he can empathize he's like ted bundy yeah, he's exactly Ted Bundy. He's exactly Ted, Ted Bundy. He's like a Republican, yeah. and he's like ugh, just got big eyebrows, but like reasonably handsome. And 
kind of an asshole. Actually, I'm going for <laughs> Ted Bundy is like the devil. That, do you think Ted Bundy's only kind of an asshole? Like, <laughs> as on the far as we, about it. <laughs> well, I was thinking of Big. Like, as far as we know, Big hasn't killed anyone. Yeah, Ted uh, Bunny was a little bit of a dick, if you ask me. <laughs> Just, like, a rude. <laughs> rude. I, I mean, probably the understatement of the year. I was thinking about Big. I kind of forgot about Ted Bundy. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, he's soulless. He's he's the worst. And Carrie, you know, he asks why, or why did you leave the stuff there? And she's like, well, like, I gotta carry all this shit around me. And I need stuff in the morning. I need makeup. I need a hairdryer. I need to get ready. I don't wake up looking like this. Like, you can leave stuff here too. And he's like, what would I leave here? And this is the weirdest thing as well. Because... Mm-hmm. He, she's like, oh, well, what about a, a razor so you can shave in the morning? And he's like, oh, I shave at the gym. That's weird. Who, first of all, who goes to the gym before work and isn't a fucking monster? Yeah, no, true. I feel like he's probably the kind of guy who's like, no, I don't need to leave anything here because I have Don Draper syndrome where I go to work and I've got a cupboard full of like button up white shirts and I don't need yeah. anything. <laughs> He's got, he's like, it's full of button up white shirts and he just instantly starts drinking at nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah, pretty much. God, he is Ted Bundy and then Carrie is um, the woman who married him during his trial. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, it's like, Carrie, you should know better than this. And yet you don't. <laughs> Tune in for more comparisons to Notorious Serial Killers. <laughs> Yeah, well, so she doesn't she doesn't go as far at well, she doesn't go to a serial killer, but she does compare him to another piece of shit, enemy of the show that we sure fucking hate. Uh, enemy of the show Woody Allen. I uh, know. I know. I my mouth <laughs> fell open at this point. So, she says, "What would be your dream living arrangement?" And mm-hmm. he says, "Separate, but we can see each other whenever we want." And then she sort of like really perkily goes, oh, like Woody and Mia. And Big says, before Sun Yu. Yeah. Um, wow. This is, this is what, maybe a couple of years after their divorce? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And yeah, she's basically just like, you know, men just basically have this Woody Allen syndrome of being like, ever since they, you know, what was the what was the they I don't even they, know what fucking movie but like I don't ever know. since like they waved across at each other across the park I don't know yeah the thing is, I've wanted... never seen any Woody Allen movies no but... I've only seen um what was that one that's in Paris Midnight in Paris I've seen that and that was before I I knew um, yeah and it was like okay I could have watched Nick and Nora's Infinite playlist and kind of got the same vibe yeah basically the idea is like this this thing is men want this separate togetherness where you know they god forbid they have feelings and they don't actually have to show any humanity but they Mm -hmm. still get all the benefits of being in a relationship yeah basically basically fuck dudes like i mean in a way this does sound pleasant because i don't want to have to live with a man yeah i mean that's fair he does (laughs) especially big Especially when Big... they stink. They yeah, stink. That's true. They do stink. And Big is like big time fucking Woody Bundy. So, <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't like <laughs> the it. The worst man alive, Woody Bundy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's him. That's big. Oh my god. That's what god, we find I'm... out his we find out that's his real name in the f- series finale. So spoilers. <laughs> that's why she can put it in the paper because he's like, Oh, don't I don't like going by my name because um I'm two of the worst human beings to ever live. <gasps> oh my god, it's like Harry Potter. <laughs> It's like Harry Potter. I named you after the two worst people to ever live. Elvis Severus. Woody Bundy Potter Big. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, he's the worst. This is the worst. Do you know what? Well, Ted Bundy's going to have a new friend in hell pretty soon. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> Mr. Big has a heart attack in the shower and joins him. <laughs> Not a threat, just a fact. Not a threat, just a fact, yeah. I've got my, you know, Reggie tapping the watch gif (laughs) playing in my head constantly for both Mr. Big and Woody Allen, so. (laughs) Um. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so this is when we get our thoughtful moment and Carrie is furiously typing in her kimono. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's typing and, oh, she says something great, which is, this is a city where gay men are so out, they're in. Uh, I think my brain just grew, like, three sizes. I'm so far beyond the galaxy brain. I've expanded to universe brain at this point. Oh, shit. Uh I was, I mean, (laughs) what happens? (laughs) There's nothing bigger than a universe. Maybe you're, like... Eventually, we'll turn into like multiple universe brains, and we'll just be telepathically communicating. We're actually just recording without our computer and telepathically communicating <laughs> through different countries on different continents. Yeah, I'm just drawing the waveform into Audacity, like with a with like a pen, <laughs> and that's what's getting released. So you got a question for the week. I don't really get her question. She says, this is a city where, you know, you can have everything done for you, get your dog walked, order things online, get your food cooked for you. Are New Yorkers evolving past relationships? Yeah, she said, like, what point is a doorman? Why do you need a boyfriend when you have a doorman? Yeah. Doorman ain't gonna fuck you. I Um. feel like restaurants have been a thing for a very long time, like, at least since the 80s. Like, at least since, you know, <laughs> at least since Tolkien time, because, you know, the orc did say meat's back on the menu, boys. So there's at least been restaurants since, you know, then. Since the oldie times of when there were orcs. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Her question makes no sense. And then we get Samantha's answer to it pretty fast, because uh, Samantha and Carrie are like, they look very cute. They're walking down the road eating ice cream together. Mm. Um, and Samantha basically says, you know, like, relationships have been on the decline ever since women left the cave and looked around and said, this isn't hard. (laughs) (laughs) Which, what? They've been on the decline (laughs) since humans existed? (laughs) I guess maybe, maybe she's trying to say women were kept in caves for a while and the men would come back and be like, oh, babe, I just had a really rough day at work. I had a ton of mammoth. And they'd be like, oh, wow, that sounds terrible. And then <laughs> women, you know, cave women won the right to vote. And eventually they kind of got in the workforce. There was cave World War Two, And like when the <laughs> men were away, the women kind of had to keep up the slack. 
And they were like, oh, this is fine. Yeah. Yeah, that that is exactly how I think it happened. So, <laughs> cave World War Two, huh? Yeah, hmm. there was like caveman Hitler. He was a real, real piece of work. The cave Vietnam War, and yeah, <laughs> the Vietnam War before there was Vietnam. John McCave crashing his plane into a cave. <laughs> <laughs> John McCave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God! Uh, now he is in a cave. In the earth, because he's dead. <laughs> it's just a cave without an opening. <laughs> like Lazarus. He was yeah. sealed away. <laughs> Good fucking riddance. Yeah, this is an episode dedicated to all our favorite dead assholes. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm just so happy they're all dead. Fucking burn, <laughs> well, bitch. I guess Woody Allen's not dead yet, but he is in my heart, so. He looks like he's dead. That's true. <sighs> um, Where were so, we? Yeah, so, okay, so Carrie can't tell if Samantha's the future of women or their demise. <laughs> Samantha's <sighs> like, obviously, I'm the future of women. <laughs> yeah, uh, and Samantha's got a date with Dominic coming up mm-hmm. and Carrie is not happy to hear that uh, but Samantha ensures that she's basically her plan is she's going to get revenge so she's going to lead Dominic into thinking they're going to have sex and then she's going to dump him yeah I gotta say Samantha this is like this is really no kill bill no she's just going to blue ball him which yeah. is very good yeah, she seems to think this is like a really brain genius plan, but really it's like, this is just a waste of your time. Now, this is not diabolical within the slightest. There's no, mm-hmm. there's nothing. There's no like blackmail. There's no fraud. There's no robbery. There's no mutilation. There's like, no extortion. None. No murder. Yeah. Hmm. There absolutely should be. There should be like, give me money or else I'm going to tell page six that you're into cock and ball torture. <laughs> I mean, she does have the power with Carrie writing a sex column, so. Exactly. She mm-hmm. has a lot of leverage. Yep, she absolutely does. <sighs> but then we get to see her revenge fantasy and yeah, it's it's just bad to watch. Like... Uh, I don't know. They get to the restaurant and he's like, oh, you're you're more beautiful than ever. And you're so, so, so successful. <clears throat> and I'm so I successful. Guess, <laughs> I mean, she is. She's a very successful woman. Yeah, she's like the head of a PR firm. Yeah. But like, so he, he talks about how like the Icelandic woman Anka got everything, including his boat. Oh, poor thing. Poor baby loses boat, Anka. Poor, someone misses boat. Good, good for Anka. Good for her. (laughs) Good for her. But that's like it. We don't even get to see the. This isn't a. This isn't like a revenge scene. It's just them going on a date. Yeah, I didn't even write anything down for this because nothing happens. I think that was literally it. Yeah, we move on to Stefan and Charlotte and. Now she's dressed like it's a natural day. Yes, she is. And yeah, they're at his place making pizza. It looks delicious. Mm-hmm. Looks very tasty. Yeah, and then she says, like, this is my fantasy kitchen. And then he says, this is my fantasy and grabs her by the waist and kisses her. Which, okay. 
uncalled for, but <laughs> but then they break away and he says, Is that dress a Cynthia Rowley? And Charlotte's face drops because uh, who cares? Now she's more confused than ever. And uh oh fuck, this is this is fucking legally blonde scene. Don't you tap your little Prada shoes at me, bitch. <laughs> like <laughs> He's gay. <laughs> he's he's g- 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 gay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess this was a bigger deal in the nineties because, like, I feel like nowadays, uh, straight men are more into fashion. Yeah, I think so. But this is who cares? <clears throat> yeah. Wouldn't you just be happy that you have someone who you can like share something you're interested in? This is why I hate heterosexual relationships. Because I right. Know. So like women are programmed to, you know, enjoy like dresses and fashion, all this stuff, right? And then men are programmed to like other things. And if you like you can't switch, you can't join, you can't enjoy the same things. Yeah, it's very tiring. So then when you get married and you're meant to be with someone for the rest of your life, neither of you like the same thing, so you're never going to have anything in fucking common. It's true. It's like, you, what, I don't know. Like, it's very tiring, and like, sorry to be Lord of the Rings on main again, but like, it's like every time I meet a straight couple, I'm like, okay, which one is the Sam and which one is the Frodo in this relationship? Exactly. It's just I don't under, I don't know who's who I can't tell. Uh, yeah, but then we go back to Samantha and Dominic, and this is the part where she's supposed to you know drop him and leave him hanging dry. Yeah, we start with meanwhile Samantha is making Dominic as hard as possible. Mm. Uh, Great. Yeah, she just can't resist. She just can't resist his ways. Yeah. I don't get it either because he kind of looks like Fred Armisen. Yeah, I thought I, re- <laughs> I thought I recognized this guy, and I went through his IMDb, and I think he's just been in a million things. Yeah, I don't know. He's definitely not someone that I actually recognized, but he kind of has the same face as Fred Armisen, and I'm like, I don't know. Like, you're not bad to see, but you're not good to see either. I don't know. Yeah, it's like how Elizabeth Moss married him, and I'm like, okay, I know you're a Scientologist, but you can still do better. Yeah, no, especially since uh, Fred Armisen's a huge fucking asshole, apparently. So I mean, she was like, listen, if you're a Scientologist and you're calling someone asshole, they probably are. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, things don't quite go according to plan. Um, no. The next morning, Samantha's in bed. We see her with like her covers covering up her titties, but it looks like she's naked underneath it. And she calls Carrie. Okay, now this is the part we have to yell about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Carrie picks up the phone, and she is wearing, like, a white mesh top with a white bra under it, and it's the most hideous thing I've ever seen in my whole life. It's like, do you remember remember when it was in, in vogue for, like, men to wear those horrible, like, netted vests? Like... Yeah. Like, they're fucking fishermen that got like caught in a net and we're like oh make it fashion yeah it's hideous i don't i like it's it's bad and it really does look like apparently she went shopping because she was upset about big which this is the reason why she's in debt yeah it very is (laughs) and then later on the episode she wears it out in the daytime and okay i'm all for an exposed bra 
I love me an exposed bra. But you can't just be like full on, like the whole bra is out in the daytime. <laughs> it's kind of a, it's kind of like a nighttime look. <laughs> it's, it's certainly a nighttime look. If you have an exposed bra in the nighttime, cool. If you have maybe a bra strap poking out in the daytime, that's fine too. But like a whole bra? <laughs> she very much does go to like a fucking bakery <laughs> wearing this hideous outfit. <laughs> With a whole fucking bra out and these like, like, we can't i can't stress enough this is not like a fishnet top this is like mm-hmm. this is like a net this is like a rope net that you would yeah. catch like big fish in it's so weird uh... and it's cream if you're gonna have an exposed bra not cream yeah bad choices all around bad choices and then samantha explains well she doesn't think it's a bad choice at the time but she's like uh, okay, well, you know, I slept with Dominic, and Carrie's like, that's not part of your plan, right? And Samantha's got a new plan, though, um, which is that first, he has to remember what he's losing before he loses it. Yeah, and she said that, I thought he was good, but now I'm better than him. So you're a woman. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> How do you know if you're better in bed than someone? I don't know. You're like, you're... <laughs> <laughs> making out with some you're getting like a rod by someone and you're like i'm winning <laughs> <laughs> that actually that would be a real power move if you just look someone in the eye and went i'm winning <laughs> just thinking like, are you winning son <laughs> <laughs> but that's pretty much like that's pretty much it for that scene. Let me. Well, I mean, well Carrie gets her voiceover. Our segue, yeah, is yeah. Uh, Samantha had become a rare hybrid. She has the ego of a man and the body of a woman. Meanwhile, Charlotte was worried that Stefan had the opposite problem. I'm like, uh, shut up. Yeah, because well, but but you don't. But don't you get it? Gay people are women. Gay men that's, are just women. Yeah, that's the thing, is gay men are women, and that's, you know, that's canon. <laughs> so, that's canon. That's, that's, that's world law. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's just how it is in Sex in the City. If you're a gay man, you're actually a woman. And uh, <clears throat> so... Speaking of gay men, though, our favorite gay guy is here. Yeah, we have Stanford. Love Yay. him. Love that boy. Yeah. Charlotte has apparently called in the experts, which is Carrie and Stanford, to deduce if Stefan is gay, even though they've been on two dates and he has kissed her twice. It's incredible. But yeah, so Charlotte just cannot get past this. Uh, And so, yeah, Stefan comes out with their like dessert things because he's like a pastry chef or whatever he is oh he's and got cannolis and cream puffs and tarts oh oh my <laughs> of course he has fucking cream puffs and tarts like this is a fucking parody of itself <laughs> this episode is a parody of itself <sighs> and yeah he asks carrie did you change your hair uh, he's so he's so nice because he she says oh and he's like oh i have i know we haven't met but i've seen your column and in your like portrait you have this beautiful like mane of botticelli-esque hair and like that's so nice that's such a nice thing to say yeah then he like walks away and stanford's like 
okay, I find him very attractive, which means he's probably straight. <laughs> Plus he mentions, okay, well, and he also seems like he's clearly just super into you, Charlotte. Like he's head over heels for you. So that seems like a pretty good sign that he's probably into women. So I, I think I th- if, if, if he kisses you, then he's probably into you. I, yeah. I know. I, I've been I've been subject of um, not being able to tell if someone's into me before. But if they just planted one square on my lips, I think I would figure that one out. Yeah, I think you might you might just clue in a little bit there. But uh, Charlotte has this amazing thought that you know no one's ever had before. She says, "What if he's gay and he just doesn't know it yet?" Because that's a that's a real thing that happens all the time. And Steph is like, <laughs> "Honey, he, we know." <laughs> yeah. And then, okay, I did I did think this line was kind of annoying because mm. he, he uh, then he describes the time when he was a kid and he got a look at the female body in like a book about anatomy and he was like, no, <laughs> which like, oh, I get it. Female body so bad to see and scary because I'm not attracted to it. Like, okay. Yeah. Uh. Mm, the just. Dis- Disgusted by the female body, the female form. Like, if, yeah, it's a bit, it's like a corny joke. He could just been like, and I wasn't, I didn't feel nothing. Yeah. Anyway. Ugh. Anyway, and then, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Stanford's like, well, have you two slept together yet? And they haven't, but Stefan wants to. So I feel like if, so he's kissed you and you know he wants to, I feel like that. That probably points toward one thing, but um, yeah. Then Stanford says it's so unfair. All the good ones are straight, even the gay ones. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of stupid and funny. It's it's a line. It's it's a, it's a line, definitely. Um. <laughs> and then yeah, we move on to Miranda. Oh, I fucking hated this scene. Me too. She's on a date. And I, I hate this guy, so I just wrote his name down as Hair Plugs. I didn't even write his name down. I've fucking hated him. But his main character trait is that he's an arsehole and he has hair plugs. Yeah, he's like a lawyer. And I guess he's just been trying to go out with her for a while, but she's never wanted to. But then now that her ovary's not working, she's been a little bit less picky about it. Uh, yeah. Um. I'm not, and I have to say, I'm not against hair plugs. Because they can look really good. But this guy's one's look very obvious and bad yeah they're very bad it's like yeah maybe don't but he he, miranda does kind of keep looking at like his forehead and he's like oh you're looking at my my hair plugs (laughs) (laughs) i mean i guess it's like if you have like very obvious fake boobs you kind of have to just be like yeah people are gonna stare yeah and she's like talking about it and he's like oh yeah you know it's really good i really liked it and you know, remember last time I was practically bald and Miranda's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so he's kind of just like, you know, I never thought I'd be the kind of guy to have hair plugs, but here I am now. And this leads to Miranda kind of being like, well, yeah, I get that. Like, I've been considering things I never thought I'd do either. Um, Like, I'm considering freezing my eggs now and just get rid of that biological clock issue. And he he goes off on one. He's he says like the weirdest thing. So his argument is that uh, freezing of eggs just means that it's 
okay or possible for like desperate old women to have kids and that if they if you don't have children by the time you have your menopause then that's just natural selection yeah because he's like maybe some people aren't supposed to procreate and it's nature's (sighs) way of weeding them out and he calls it a ridiculous abuse of science. He has the audacity to call this a ridiculous abuse of science when he's got Elon Musk hair plugs on his fucking forehead. And <laughs> Okay, Elon Musk is a good example because he looked like absolute <laughs> fucking dog shit with that like half balding hair. The thing is, Elon Musk is rich enough to afford hair plugs that like don't look like this. <laughs> No. He still sucks absolute ass, though, so... Here's the thing. Either go bald or get plugs. Like, don't half-ass it. God, and then he gets the ridiculous part where he's like, you know, well, you know, why don't we just eliminate men altogether? And I'm like, oh, well, that's the first good thing you've said this entire conversation. Um, but you <laughs> yeah. were being facetious about it, but you yeah. were right. <laughs> and then, he, you know, they got all these artificial wombs and shit. And, like, no, they don't have artificial wombs yet. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, like, okay, there is a lot of very ethically sketchy science that has to do with biology and reproduction, but it's not stuff like this. It's stuff like, you know, like eugenics and, like, selective DNA. Like, you know, there's some stuff that's very ethically questionable. But the case of freezing your eggs to have babies later when you've run out of eggs is not one of those things so no a lot of people mm-hmm. do that and people do that for like when they, if they have like ovarian cancer or something yeah or any other illness or even if they just just want to save some eggs just in case yeah but it's, it's so rude and people f- freeze their sperm all the time yeah that's absolutely a thing too i don't understand why the and he doesn't bring that up but it's no different so. No, and you know, transgender people will freeze sperm or eggs before they get bottom surgery so they can still have biological kids in the future. Like, there are many reasons to do it. Just fucking chill out, dude. Yeah, he gets really uppity about it, and it's like, buddy, you're on a first date. Like, I mean, <laughs> why are you getting, like, he, he, you have to have fucking strong opinions about something to get this up in fucking to get this pissed off about something on a first date with someone yeah he's he's definitely and this he's definitely a fucking incel let's let's get this straight true true because the way he's like let's get rid of men and women need to women's biological clocks are there for a reason because that's fucking no it's like, okay, well, maybe let's stop all those, like, seven-year-old men from impregnating women because, you know, that's a thing that we sure need, too, is, like, men can still fucking spread that seed out as old as they are, so. Viagra yeah. <sighs> fucked with science. Yeah, and, well, Miranda at least doesn't take this bullshit. She's like, (laughs) she's like, I don't need to be lectured about science by a man who's doing crop rotation on his head. (laughs) Like a fucking, like, yeah, (laughs) good for you, Miranda. And then she goes home and uh, she's got vodka in the freezer. She has, like, nothing else in there. (laughs) She doesn't have ice, doesn't have peas. Just vodka. (laughs) Yeah. Good for her. And mm-hmm. 
yeah, I guess she decides to go off the hormones, uh, not because of this guy, but she's, like, only 33 and she still has, you know, one ovary producing eggs, so it's not a big deal. Yeah, also the hormones don't make sense, as we have <laughs> explained. Yeah, no, they really make no fucking sense. <laughs> Uh, okay, so that's the end of one of our plot lines. Yeah. Uh, next, let's go on to Charlotte and our dear friend, Cher. This, yeah, I honestly just felt like the writers of the show are actively antagonizing me. <laughs> like, I felt like uh, they're just like, wouldn't it be funny if he was playing Cher because gay while they're about to go have sex? I mean, I think I think Will and Grace gets a lot of like well deserved flat. Like now, if you go back and watch Will and Grace, it is um, it doesn't age well, but at the no. time it was very progressive, especially especially because you know two out of the four main characters were gay, and like at least they were gay when they when Jack was going on about Cher. It, <laughs> True. it, it was. It, <laughs> Like, it's not like, it's a funny gay. I mean, it was kind of, but at the same time, I mean, who doesn't like Cher? Right, like, the thing about Cher is that Cher slaps. So it's yeah. kind of like, I don't really get it. Like, I don't get your problem. Um, but, like, Charlotte points it out, and he says, I love her. She's such a survivor. <laughs> valid. I love this guy. Like, it's, like, yeah, you're valid. Charlotte's the one who's not valid here. <laughs> Charlotte's just like, uh, what's going on? I don't know if I would want to have sex to believe, though. Mm, it probably wouldn't be my first pick, no. No, but. no. They're a, they're a take me home. That's a good share song to bang to. But believe? Believe in is Canada, very... <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, in Canada, if you're gay, you only have sex to Celine Dion. <gasps> yes. God, who's... I know Kylie's Australian, but I think she is the gay icon of the UK. That's fair. Makes sense. I love Kylie Minogue. Yeah, I mean, I would say I do have the taste of, you know, like Jack from Will and Grace, of like a very stereotypical gay man. I will be like, I love Barbara Streisand. Just wait until we get to the end of this season. I can talk about Barbara Streisand for three hours. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Yes, I know you've been looking forward to that for a while. <laughs> I know. Um, um, yeah, the, they have sex. and Well, before they have sex, Charlotte has yeah. a question. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, she says, I have to ask you, have you ever been with a man? And he's got a good response, which is no. Have you ever been with a woman? Yeah. And, <laughs> and, then, and then he, she's like, she asked if he's gay and mm -hmm. he just says listen i'm a pastry chef in chelsea if i wanted to be gay i would just be gay that is how it works you just choose you it's just like... choose but if he uh -huh. was if he was gonna be gay he doesn't really have any reason to hide it from his friends at the very least yeah it sounds like he's like not really around a very judgmental crowd or anything no i would imagine a lot of his friends are gay like you know, he he was chill with Stanford. They got along well. I can't imagine he has a he he he's an ally. Mm -hmm. No, yeah. no cops at Pride. Just Stefan and his sword. Oh, I like that. <laughs> um, and he then he says, uh, "You're the one who doesn't want to make love." 
uh, make love. Which, don't say that. But then, yeah, Charlotte, I wouldn't be so sure about that. I don't like using make love for the first time you're banging and you've been on two dates. Shut yeah, up. Yeah, I don't like that either. <laughs> but they do have sex and Charlotte stops caring if he's gay or not because she has two orgasms. She got two! And it's like a montage of them boning. <laughs> she has two the first time she has sex with him. Right? Orgasms. You get two. <laughs> this is This seems to be a theme of like, because Miranda had, what, she had two orgasms two, with Steve? She had two ovaries. Oh, yeah. I guess we're talking about orgasms. But, yeah, it's yep. true. He served her two straight up. You get an orgasm for each ovary you have. <laughs> well, that's nice for Charlotte. Uh, does that mean that when she was dating Mr. Pussy, she had, like, seven seven ovaries? <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe she was, like, Octomom. She had seven eggs in her. She had, like, seven eggs. Hmm. Oh, wow. No, I don't like thinking about that. Well, it's probably for the best that he was using his mouth and not his dick Thanks. If you had seven ovaries, that sounds pretty risky. Oh, my God. You'd have a period, like, every week. Yeah, I don't like that. No. Yeah, and that's not the end of their stuff yet, though. But for no. now, it's, like, good. They got they had their sex and stuff, and that was good. Um, We go back to Samantha first. So... Ugh, I hate this because she's still sleeping with him. And, yeah. mm, and they're in bed together and he he starts talking about Anka and they're going to give it another try. Yeah, because he's like, I'm going to miss you. <laughs> Charlotte's like, or Samantha's like, what do you mean? Oh, <laughs> uh, this fucking douchebag. I hate him. I hate him so much. Then Samantha starts freaking out because it's all backwards. Like, she's supposed to be the one who leaves him. <laughs> and she basically just chases him out of her place. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> I was supposed to dump you. Yeah. <laughs> and he basically, like, runs out in his underwear, so. Yeah. And then Samantha realizes something more important. That she has feelings. And it's incredible. Did yeah. she forget she has feelings? I have feelings every single day of my life, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice to know that she still has a heart and feelings, so good for her. And that's it for her. Yeah, that's it. That's the end of her fucking story this week. <sighs> um, okay. Yeah, sucked. Back to Charlotte. <sighs> the breakfast looks really good. He's making her, like, cranberry buttermilk scones, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. tasty. She's like, if I stay with you, then I am going to gain 10 pounds and he says oh you'll still be beautiful like she's fucking a size two dude if she gains 10 pounds she's not gonna look any different i know it's true but you know their bliss is doesn't last very long because charlotte starts to hear a noise it's like some kind of squeaking noise mouse. (laughs) this is this is the part i Okay, so by the share part, I was like, this is a bit ridiculous. By this part, I was fully over it. So, (laughs) there's a squeaking noise, and uh uh-oh, it's a mouse. And it's, like, caught in a glue trap. And uh, Stefan is doing the most, like, the campest, most ridiculous um, overreaction to all this. Yeah. He's like... 
limp-wristed, flailing around. Uh, he's like, ew, 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 <laughs> just over and over. Uh, but if he has yeah. glue traps out, then presumably he knew he had a mouse. Right? I was wondering that too. I was like, this logically makes no sense. Like, you knew you were going to be trapping a mouse. Why is this a surprise to you? Yeah, and, you know, you would... Don't they make those, like, traps that are, like, covered? Yeah, so you don't have to see it. Like, I understand. Yeah. I wouldn't want to, you know, put out a mouse trap and then have to, you know, clean that up or... Ugh, I don't know. I don't even know what I would do. I don't I don't even think I could set a mouse trap. I'd feel too bad. Yeah, and, like, you're in New York. Why can't you, can't, like, take it to a field? You don't, you, I don't know. This is sad. I don't like think about mice dying. Yeah, me neither. And this mouse is just, like, not even dying. It's, like, trapped in the trap, but not, you know, tr- dead trapped in the trap. And they just, they keep kicking the trap back and forth at each other. And then just Stefan ends up standing on top of a chair. Yeah. What was it? Was it that Robin Hood, that furry Robin Hood? Where, furry, like, furry Robin Hood? The furry Robin Hood, you know, the Disney mm-hmm. one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, was that, was, like, the the lion, the king, King John, wasn't he terrified of mice and he was, like, extremely camp in that? Probably. I haven't seen it in a long time. No. You know what would be bonkers? If Disney's Robin Hood was the only Robin Hood who isn't a furry because he's just an animal, but all the other Robin Hoods are just, like, human furries in every other version of it. Oh. <laughs> We we will get back to you guys, and we will uh, each Robin Hood will will give them a, a fursona. <laughs> They're yeah, because I don't think they'd all be a fox. No, so. no, there are different interpretations. I'm gonna look into this, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, basically, like so they break up because I guess so. Carrie, in her words, says that his feminine side was too evolved for her. Uh, what's so feminine about being scared of mice? Elephants are scared of mice. True. And then, uh, then we get to Carrie and Big again. This is the end of the episode. Oh, thank fucking finally, but this is also uh, terrible. Yeah, this is just the worst too. They're lying in bed. Uh, She's about to get up, and so he just keeps pulling her back, because she's, like, trying to get out of bed. Yeah, and he, like, puts her in a chokehold. Yeah, and it's supposed to be, like, cutesy, and she's like, no, I have to go home, because that's where my hair dryer is, and I have to get ready, I have stuff to do, and because I guess she was like, I'm just not going to bother bringing it all if I can't leave it, so. (laughs) Yeah, okay, this is, like, a silent protest, I guess. Yeah, and it's stupid. And then Big says, get your gorgeous ass back in bed, which... And uh, she's wearing, like, a sheer nightie, so you kind of can see her ass. Yeah, kind of. And she slept in a thong, I'd rather die. Yeah, that's bad. Why would you do that to yourself? But, okay, this is the part that I just cannot comprehend. Because she's in the bathroom, and she's, like, making sure she hasn't left anything behind. And then when she's going through the cupboard, she finds, like, a black and white photograph of the two of them together. And, okay, so first of all, when the fuck was this picture even taken? Like, what? what is this from? But I don't know. Second, I, like, recognize it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what this is from. And second of all, her voiceover is like, I didn't need to worry about leaving anything because I was already there. Which... This isn't about 
whether or not he wants you in his place or thinks about you or cares about you. It's about practicality where it's like, I need to leave stuff at your house because I have to get ready in the morning and I need makeup and stuff like that. Like, he literally, it's not even like that. That is a, like a symptom of him not being able to compromise at all. Because when you're in a relationship, it's important to compromise. Like, that's the whole fucking thing of, you know, you have to make allowances if you're letting someone into your life. And if he can't give up a fucking shelf in his cupboard or a drawer, like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it makes no sense. It's complete bullshit. And he clearly doesn't even have that much stuff because he doesn't even want to leave anything at Carrie's place. So, like... It, like, he clearly doesn't need much stuff, so it doesn't make any sense. No, if you can't leave, you know, a spare change of knickers and, like, some foundation, then there's something there's something just up. And the solution, like every fucking episode with Big and Carrie, the solution has not been found. Nothing has been fixed or changed. She's just, I don't know, managed to... I don't want to say gaslight, but she's kind of gaslighting herself. She kind of does because he doesn't budge an inch and she seems to think in her brain that what he did wasn't, was somehow different from what he said it was. Yeah, it's not like he's really even doing it. Like he's, he's not putting up a huge fight and then, you know, giving her a teeny tiny little grain of sand. Like, he's just not even budging an inch. Yeah. <laughs> a and centimeter, like, okay. even. Yeah, she's like, I'm fine with this. This is fine. And then the episode ends. She's like, I, you know what? Even if he didn't move an inch, he did one nice thing that was completely unrelated. And so everything is okay. No, she's exactly where she started at the beginning of the episode. It Like, everything's come full circle. Yeah. There's no arc. There's no character growth. We're yeah. just back to the same point every single episode. And I think that's why we're both pulling our hair out. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I absolutely am pulling my hair out constantly thinking about this. It's just stressful. It's stressful. <laughs> yeah. I guess we should probably just get to rankings because I can't even think about this anymore. What are your I, rankings? Fuck, I don't I don't even okay. I think Miranda's probably at the top because she gives that guy shit and she didn't do anything bad this episode. Her plot was bad because that guy made it bad. So she's at the top and then ugh, I don't even fucking know. Ugh, like Carrie was the worst, but I might even put her second. Yeah. No, okay. I don't know. It's either Carrie or Samantha second. They both just sucked ass. Like, at least Carrie was trying to get things to change. Samantha just fucked up her entire plan and just shouldn't have done any of it to begin with. So I think I'm going to go Miranda, Carrie, Samantha. And then Charlotte was obviously the last because she just can't fucking handle that maybe gender is fake. (laughs) And gender roles are fake. And gender yeah yeah i mean gender is fake we've gender is a construct um time isn't real like mm-hmm. nothing yeah. matters you're dating a guy who is giving you that good dick who likes the same things as you and is handsome and has a really nice apartment and a good job yeah and can make you incredibly good baked goods because he's a fucking pastry chef like hell yeah that's good but he's scared of mice 
Yeah. What are your rankings? Okay, so yeah. I would say I'm a little bit more sympathetic to Samantha than you. Yeah, that's fair. So I would go Miranda and then Samantha because I feel like this is just, this is human error. We've all been there. We've all done this. And then I would go Carrie because Carrie has just been Carrie and then Charlotte (laughs) for just being ridiculous. Yeah, that sounds about right. So that's it. We'll get into questions now. Yeah, we got four questions today. We did. We've we got a bit of a bounty, a bit of a cornucopia. And mm-hmm. if you would like to send us questions, then you can send them to seagirlsmakedude.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Uh, so let's get into them, shall we? Our first question is from Interstellar Princess on Tumblr, aka our dear friend Summer, who asks, if your lives were a TV show, what would they be called in a Sex and the City format? And then in brackets... Blank and the blank. I actually probably should have thought about this beforehand. <laughs> yeah, I got it because we got it, I think, like just after we finished recording last week. And I was like, oh, that's a really good question. I'll think about it. And then forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Same hat. Uh, I thought of some funny ones would be like Beauty and the Geek, the famous reality TV show. Oh. Because I'm pretty, good- but I'm also um, geeky. No, I'm not a geek. I fucking hate geeks. I really yeah, do no. hate... I hate geek culture. I really yeah. do. I think it's awful. It's really bad. And I say that as someone who's like a pretty big fucking nerd. I fucking hate... <laughs> I want to push nerds into a locker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this made me the... You know, I've, I've been a, a fat kid my entire life. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to the fucking gym so I can beat you up. <laughs> yeah no nerd culture needs to be arrested and thrown into the garbage so um i don't even know like i feel like mine would be like fuck Thanks. i don't know uh i don't know what do i even do i guess i could be like chemistry and the nintendo switch <laughs> uh <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's your entire life. Yeah. That's just, that's that's me. <laughs> like, I mean, I guess if we're basing it off the show, then I would be ignoring DMs and the city. Because I always complain about how I'm not in a relationship. And then I just ignore every message because they're always weird. No, that's valid. That's probably what I would do. Yeah. So I thank, are we thanking Summer? Yeah, thank you, Summer. Thank you, Summer. <laughs> as yeah and yeah also check out summer's art hell yeah summer did really amazing art for me again recently and it's extremely good i literally put it on my christmas cards so and they're super cute it's gorgeous Mm -hmm. so check out summer's art yeah next question uh listen someone told me how to say this and i immediately forgot that too i don't have the greatest memory Literally, every time Sarah sends us a question, I don't read her Tumblr name because I don't know how to say it and I don't want to mess it up. Um. I think... Okay, well, this is from Sarah, and I believe it's pronounced Chisa Tonkas. I think that's just how you've always been saying it. Yeah, that's true. I'm just going to blame it on my accent. I'm just going (laughs) to say that's why I pronounce it like that. Um, It's okay. (laughs) Yeah. I ain't fucking pronouncing shit correctly. Fuck off. Um... (laughs) We love you, Sarah. <laughs> I know, I do. I love her. She's lovely. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she asks, 
What's your take on women who try to pal up with gay guys? And then in parentheses, I'm not going to say the slur word for it. Valid. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Continuing on. Uh, and also, I guess the opposite. I don't see men palling up a lot with lesbians. Uh, but it's got to exist. Yep. Uh, yeah, this is a thing. Like, this show in particular is really bad for having the, like, gay best friend trope, and it's it's tiring. It it really popularized it to the point that, like, people even, I think less now, so, but I remember it being a huge thing of, like, oh, you need a gay best friend. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, the very first episode of Riverdale has my absolute queen icon best friend Cheryl Blossom say is being the gay best friend still a thing? Uh, and yeah, Aww. unfortunately it is still a thing because straight girls everywhere are constantly like, yeah, they all have not all, but like lots of straight girls have a gay best friend and it's really it's so toxic to see. It's like you know they're a person, not just like your gay friend, right? But, yeah. That definitely is like a fetishization of like gay men within mm. straight women i'm like i've seen it of like you know gay guy friends i've had of like girls be like oh my god like isn't he cool like oh we could be like gay best friends and um yeah. you don't really have that much in common he's just like a gay guy yeah like so many of the girls who do say things like this are always just like we can just talk about anything together because we can talk about boys and we can talk about fashion and we can talk about drag race or stuff like that mm-hmm. i don't know but like, oh my god the it's just yeah like as someone i have listen drag race is kind of a guilty pleasure of mine but like <laughs> i've recently seen it's become more and more mainstream within like straight culture. And oh then you yeah, have, it's huge. Yeah, in straight culture, you have like straight people fucking me like yes, queen, and like yeah. just directly quoting the show. And I like it's, it's been so awkward to see. <laughs> it's been happening a lot in my class, and like I don't know, I I'm not gonna go around and ask everyone what their fucking sexuality is, but the whole quoting just of the show is so uncomfortable that. <laughs> And like fucking, it's a bunch of fucking skinny goddamn British kids. You're not pulling it off. Yeah, there's definitely like, like I don't know. People always seem to make it out like as if I mean, it definitely you know, drag culture is definitely like a large part of LGBT culture, but it's definitely something that's become very mainstream with straight people these days and it's like a lot of straight people i feel like seem to just be like aren't i so cool for being into like drag race because i'm like like isn't it so cool that i'm like into this gay subculture and aren't i woke because i i tolerate gay people when they entertain me Mm -hmm. yeah it's I don't know, I feel like telling people, like, you know you can watch Drag Race or, like, Queer Eye or whatever and you don't need to quote it every five seconds or, like, Vogue. Yeah, no, for sure. But if I have to see another fucking straight girl Vogue, I'm I'm going to mm-hmm. lose it. I'm going <laughs> to fucking lose it. If I have to see- and you know what? And it's- yep. what? You're valid. What? <laughs> You're valid for, you. for losing it, yeah. <laughs> it's like, because, I mean, the other thing is I definitely think that- god there's like oh if i have a gay best friend you can't just have a a guy friend who is gay they have to be 
extremely camp and like stereotypical and they're nothing even if they are camp they're nothing more than just being camp (laughs) it also stresses me out so much because i'm like you only have one gay friend (laughs) yeah you (laughs) one gay friend gays fucking flocking packs yeah, I'm so confused. I'm just like, I'm trying to think of how many straight friends I have. And I'm like, oh, there's a couple, I guess. <laughs> but You can't have like one lone gay. Yeah, your token gay friend. Like, that's basically what it is. Yeah, so. you have mm-hmm. like a gay friend and then they have a bisexual friend and then they have a trans friend and then they have a non-binary friend and then they have a lesbian friend. And you just have the entire pack. You just have everyone. Yeah. You got, so you, you can't have them all. Yeah. yeah, it's Pokemon, Pokemon, mm-hmm. rainbow Pokemon. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, that's the first part of the question. The second part is about, you know, men palling up a lot with lesbians, which does not mm. a lot. Mm. Yeah, you know, it doesn't happen a lot, but, it, <laughs> but you know, you know, mayhaps I've seen it. <laughs> this fucking inflammatory question, which we cannot answer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, it does happen. There's, yeah. I guess, a couple things. Part of this comes from, you know, the straight men fetishizing lesbians culture. Yeah. Which, and I think part of it is trying to be the woke straight man who supports lesbians, but you're still somehow managing to fetishize it. I wonder how that happens. Uh, but yeah, that seems to be how it works. So. Um, I think Brooks is the only valid man that's done this. <laughs> <laughs> Brooks and Eddie are lesbian icons. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah, uh, lesbian uh, icon or yeah. honorary lesbian Brooks, <laughs> Brooks aka guest of yeah, guest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> they're uh, it's like Bruce Springsteen. I think there are men who are honorary lesbians who are lesbian icons the same way that you know your barbara your Cher, your judy are gay icons mm-hmm. but yeah. i feel like there definitely is less of like guys hanging around um with lesbians i think just because straight guys tend to be a bit more overt and more sexually orientated with their fetishes yeah yeah for sure so that answers the question i think I think it does, yeah. It was a good question. <laughs> yeah, it was. Thank you, Sarah. Uh, next one is from a oh, friend of the show, PR the Disaster, uh, Legend of Questions. We have another paragraph. I love it. <laughs> I'm excited so, to delve into this. <laughs> yeah. So they ask, have you ever met a gay straight man or the vice versa? As much as the character looks like a caricature and a strong refusal to say bisexual on television, I got at least one friend that acts exactly like that guy, and now I'm wondering how much of Charlotte's plot is bullshit and how much is valid. Anyway, NG for the bi hosts that have to hear gay straight man for a whole episode. Thank you. Thank you. We yeah, have we really received your NG and we accept it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing is, I definitely think that, yeah, people of all sexualities exist with all kinds of personalities like it's absolutely a real invalid thing to be someone who might be into stereotypical stereotypically gay things or stereotypically straight things but not you know match 
that sexuality because again they're stereotypes so people of course are gonna be you know someone who's gay but into super you know things that are you know quote-unquote normal for straight people to like like sports and shit (laughs) i don't know but yeah like it's it's entirely you know i wouldn't call that a caricature because i think there's people who exist of all personalities regardless of sexuality yeah like i don't think the issue is his character more so like how it was portrayed at times and how he was written because yeah and like obviously the discourse is terrible but like i was yeah like i was saying like obviously in in the acting world and like any sort of um performing or creative arts there's going to be a lot of people who kind of blend the lines of what is traditional for gender and sexuality and you kind of just take it as it comes and you know i met i met loads of people like that i've been um you know i've been flirted with with guys who everyone else seemed to think was gay but i know because i'm on the dot (laughs) right yeah like the big problem is people like charlotte who are you know trying to pinpoint people based on their based on these stupid stereotypes like that's the real issue with stuff like in this episode yeah you'll have someone be like oh that guy's gay because he's a dancer and then not gay because they're a dancer either they're just gay or they're just straight or they're bi or whatever there's no real profession or like tech or vocal like to really tell you know you can probably make an educated guess but Mm -hmm. at the end of the day it's all social constructs and fucking it's very complicated we're not (laughs) we're not sociologists Mm -hmm. yeah the only real way you can you know gauge someone's actual sexuality is based off of their actions and things that they say to you you know like if they sleep with you then (laughs) it's quite likely that they're attracted to you and that might change too because it's fluid you know like it might be like just because they slept with you and then change their mind a couple years later it's you know it you can't just make assumptions so yeah the only real way is for them to tell you so you know that's it there's no uh there's no secret code Mm -hmm. but thank you for that question it was a good one yeah it is a good question uh next one is Mm -hmm. from god how the fuck do i say this stop get fucking (laughs) (laughs) it's dr activisionary (laughs) dr activisionary someone we were saying Dractivisionary before, and that's why they put the hyphen in. <laughs> really? I think wow. that's why they did it. Yeah, because we said Dractivisionary, but it's Dr. Activisionary, I think. I didn't know that I was so influential. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm the fucking Judy Garland of podcasting. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Welcome to A Star is Born, this fucking seven part. <laughs> fucking oh god imagine a seven part star is one podcast that's like in the uh, style of you must remember this <laughs> okay. i mean i'd watch it listen, listen to, to it, it. i'd watch that podcast yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay this question is from dr activisionary who mm-hmm. asks uh question what would the girls discord names and avatars be and what servers would they be in mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think any of them would have discord because they're, they're all, what, fucking 50 by this time? Miranda might have Discord if, 
Well, I don't know. Let's pretend Discord existed. Well, even then, they're like in their 30s. Most <laughs> people I know who use Discord are like in their 20s. But uh, I don't know. I feel like Charlotte would maybe be in like a – she'd be in like a Discord for DIY projects maybe. Kind of like when we were talking about her Instagram. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be like DIY projects or like maybe fashion or maybe it'd be an art one of like yeah, finding oh, maybe she'd yeah. be there trying to find new artists for a gallery yeah i could see her doing something like that so i literally think her one would be her name and her face yeah like, <laughs> just be charlotte york and then a picture of her face it'd be so boring but at the same time it's like she has no other interests really that i can think of so no uh carrie would probably ha- be on like a fashion server yeah like yeah like uh, a very like a diet prada like bitchy fashion blog yeah like post your outfit of the day and shit like that and uh i don't know what her avatar would be her name hmm. her name would be some kind of like play on words carry me home <laughs> Everyone listen to that podcast. Different yeah. Carrie, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I think it would be like a pun. It would be, and she'd probably change it a lot to lots of different puns, so no one would know who she was. Yeah, no, for sure. She, Carrie is the bitch who changes her her avatar and her screen name both at the same time, and you're like, <sighs> I do not care enough about you to follow who the fuck you are. Yeah, uh, you're no Sam Canning who can change both at the same time and have me be completely fine with it. Uh, who do you think you are who do you think you are sam canning sam and sarah are the only people who are allowed to change both at the same time and not have me lose my shit about it so (laughs) i think yeah i think she and her her avatar would be a picture of like her outfit of the day or a pair of shoes yeah probably or like a cosmo or something Yeah. yeah samantha would be in a fucking sex roleplay yeah she totally would be yeah i don't know what her avatar would be but it'd be something sexy like hmm. like it's a tasteful nude yeah can you have nudes as your avatar on discord yeah a tasteful nude and then her name would probably just be whatever her character was yeah makes sense uh miranda hmm. again i feel like miranda Miranda oh my god a cat discord she could be in a cat discord do you think that miranda could if it was like today be like a secret gamer like she goes home and she plays like world of warcraft yeah that kind of does feel like something miranda would do she could be on like a discord server to like talk to people about wow and like ask for tips and and stuff i don't know enough about world of warcraft but no, me neither. Um, <laughs> I was going to say that she could, I mean, Cynthia Nixon, come to HKIP. Yeah, no fucking kidding. Yeah, Cynthia Nixon joined the HKIP Discord server. Uh, it's popping. So. <laughs> yeah, I feel like she could just be in like a sort of regular kind of like community Discord. Mm-hmm. She would interact with people and she seems like the type who likes to stay inside but also still communicate with pals. So yeah, she would probably just have like a fun, like she would have a nick an internet nickname that she's just used since she was, I, don't know, I guess like us, like we've had just a name we've used since we were twelve. 
Yeah, true. Yeah, you just like get stuck with some shitty screen name that you've been using forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, luckily, I've never used one that I just didn't like, I think. I mean, I I've think... changed my screen name, but... Yeah, I've changed mine several times. I don't uh-huh. really care too much. Yeah. I don't need people to find me. Yeah. Who the fuck do you think you are, my mom? <laughs> but, yeah, I think that's all of them. Yeah, I think that's it. And I think that's all our questions, too. So thank you, everybody. Thank you. I guess we should probably mention that next week is our last episode before holiday break yeah uh and then we're gonna take a couple weeks off eat food yeah just until yeah just until the new year to um you know enjoy enjoy the the holiday season and drink a lot you know have a good time and um but we have a nice christmas present coming for you next week so you'll Mm -hmm. enjoy that and then we'll be back in the new year but yeah uh-huh. So yeah, that will be the last one of uh, of 2018. It's pretty wild because we've been doing this since what, like June? I don't know when we started doing this. Yeah, it'd be like nearly six months. Go us. We've been so accomplished this year. So we deserve a break. But yeah, we will see you in the new year and we will see you next week. And uh, yeah, check us out on Noise Space. Check out the other podcasts on Noise Space. I'm almost caught up on the Island Shuffle, and you should too, because Lost is really good. I love to talk about, I love podcasts that talk about things that have not been relevant in like over a decade. Oh, like, like Sex us. in the City, <laughs> like Lost, like Secret Life of the American Teenager. Uh, you know, all the fun things that you don't think about for a long time. Like Homestar Runner. Uh, things that are podcasted about on Noise Space. So check out all of the things. They're all on the uh, Noise Space front page. Noisespace.xyz. Yeah, and if you like our show or any of the other shows on Noise Space, then we would be super grateful if you could leave a review on iTunes or tell a friend or tweet about us, or just let people know that you're enjoying the show. Mm-hmm. Leave a review and tell us which tell us which girl you are. We love to know. Yeah, tell us which girl you are and who you think we are. It's which Sex and the City girl are you? Is the MBTI of the future? Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. fuck anagrams, fuck star signs. Mm-hmm. Which Sex and the City girl are you? <laughs> uh, and then otherwise, you can find me on Twitter at Age of Oddish and on Tumblr at Windfall Island. Yep, and you can find me on Tumblr at Dork Phoenix. Sure can. Tumblr's still alive so far. So far. Uh, <laughs> I guess if you want to find me on Instagram, then I'm Alex Monomore. Oh, if you want to find me on Instagram, I think I'm Ruffles. R-U-F-H-L-E-S. Okay, so that's it from us. Yep, see you next week, uh, friends, pals. Au revoir. Au revoir.